and good morning. Win Daily Podcast, Thursday, November 21st. I'm here with Nick. He goes by Sticks, which is also ironically my nickname in Miami. So, uh, Nick, how's it going today? <laughs> not bad at all. I did not know that about you. That's awesome. Double Sticks yeah. on Thursday. It's always uh, yeah. It's always interesting, I guess. I've never met anybody else with that nickname, so right on. I like it. That's a good start. Yeah, it's... Uh, because of how skinny I am, but I just tell him it's how athletic I am. So, oh, okay. mine yeah. started with a uh, a friend's buddy couldn't pronounce my last name or his dad that my friend's dad actually terrible, not that good of a story, but yeah, he just said breadsticks one day, and I guess it just evolved <laughs> into sticks. So, yeah, Shout that's what happens when you're wherever you are. We got athletic build. That's what's happened. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk uh, week twelve NFL slate. Um, I hate the slate. You like the slate, uh, but we're going to focus on the wide receivers and tight ends this week. Um, so j- just going off that, uh, what we'll start off with is what what's your favorite matchup this week? Because I, I have like one or two, um, but I only like like four games total in this yeah, whole slate. So I think that's why I like the slate a lot is because really you don't need to get crazy with your exposure. It's, you know, there's only a couple games that have a total higher than 48 points, and those are obviously going to be important. You know, once we look at them more tomorrow and uh, Saturday, we can probably get a better read on everything. But right now I'm loving the slate. Obviously, Atlanta secondary's bad on paper. They've been really good the last two weeks. But Tampa Bay, man, I think all these Atlanta pass catchers are in a great spot. No Hooper again this week. No Devonta Freeman. Uh, we saw whatever we saw out of Brian Hill last week. I'm assuming it'll be similar this week, so it should be all systems go for these Falcons pass catchers. That's my favorite place to go, but they are obviously going to be insanely chalky. Um, I think Julio's probably going to be over 20% owned. Ridley's probably in that 10 to 15%, so maybe I go more to Ridley than Julio. But, I mean, Julio could, could break the slate any week, so... I don't know if I'm going to completely avoid him at all. I may be over the field with him, but that's my favorite spot right there, those Atlanta pass catchers for sure. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you totally. And, and Tampa actually is a top five run defense. So I'm, I'm avoiding, you know, Brian Hill. You burned a lot of people last week. Um, I'm, I'm off that. I'm, I'm more on the, the wide receivers with Julian sure. Ridley. So I'm, I'm on that with you. Paying up at the – or going up to the top end, I guess, on FanDuel, 9,200 is Michael Thomas. He's the top one. You got Julio Jones at 8,400 and Mike Evans at 8,000. So, w- are you going to have any shares of Michael Thomas, the PPR machine? Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm a heavy DraftKings player more than FanDuel, but those top three are pretty much the top three on DraftKings as well. I think Lockett's up there. I'll pull that up. But Michael Thomas, a 9,300 on DraftKings. So, you said he's 92 on FanDuel? Correct. Yep. So, that's a little more affordable there on FanDuel, but 9,300 on DraftKings. Uh, I, I'm probably going to be insanely underweight on Michael Thomas. It it sucks to hear that. I, I never want to say those words, but this just looks like an Alvin Kamara game, maybe some Lab Murray. I think Carolina's going to have a very hard time scoring in this game. They, you know, We saw Kyle Allen last week. That dude's awful. I don't think they're going to be able to score much. Maybe they just use all McCaffrey. But uh, I, short answer no i don't think i'm gonna have a lot of michael thomas he's gonna be shadowed by james bradbury but i don't think that matters uh, michael thomas moves mm-hmm. to the slot a lot too so he's not gonna follow him there so michael thomas will get his i just don't see the 
$1,300 more than Julio Jones on DraftKings, I would just much rather play Julio here and save the salary for something else. I mean, if your build makes sense to where you could afford Michael Thomas, go for it, but I just don't think this is a ceiling game for him. Yeah, no, I, I think I agree with you. Uh, his, his ceiling is pretty high, but it's always high because of how many catches he has per game, and Drew Brees loves him, Teddy Bridgewater loves him. Uh, I think I agree with you. I, I think I'm just going to go Julio Jones and save the 800 on FanDuel. I know you're mainly DraftKings. I'm mainly FanDuel, but I, I do play some DraftKings at all as well. Um, go, going down a little bit, um, we, we did talk about Mike Evans. We talked about uh, – we haven't really talked about Chris Godwin. I think if you're going to do that, you have to go, you know, a Jameis lineup with Evans, use the identical build, and a Jameis lineup with Godwin, uh, an identical uh, build as well. But I'm – I'm not really on Tampa. Uh, I like what I see from Atlanta's defense. Uh, it could be a fluke, but they did have a they do have a new defensive coordinator from uh, the last two weeks, and they've actually shut down uh, the Saints. And I can't remember off the top of my head who else they shut down. Um, Panthers. There we go. Yeah, Kyle Allen, our, our boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they have shut them down. So I think I like Atlanta defense more than anything else. What about you? What do you think about these Tampa Bay receivers? I think for sure. I'm going to have a lot of game stacks here. If Tampa Bay is not going to be able to run the ball against New Orleans and or Atlanta, I'm sorry, Atlanta's run defense has been pretty solid. And really, who the hell runs the ball for Tampa Bay? It's impossible to tell. They do not have a running identity. I think this, you know, assuming that Atlanta could score at will and this game's played up in pace, which it sure should be, I think it's a great spot for both Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. It's just the whole thing there is what Jameis shows up even when he throws four picks he throws for 300 and something yards but it does hurt these receivers so I don't know I, I'm not really interested in that Scotty Miller guy we saw last week I think he's 3100 on DraftKings and he's starting to get some love in the DFS community I'd rather wait and see that and just play Evans and Godwin but I'm much more heavy on the Atlanta side here but it does yeah. make sense for Evans and Godwin if they're going to be chasing points all day they should both get double digit targets so uh, I'm not going to avoid them at all for by any means there gotcha yeah I'll, I'll probably do two lineups one with Evans one with Godwin um monitor Jameis Winston's ankle it says he's fine he should be good to go um moving moving along I'm, I'm not on Galladay I'm not on Cooper Edelman's interesting but no thanks because of Brady um, I, I like to just skip down really and I think uh, I don't believe in the revenge narrative as much but Jarvis Landry 6900 his price is up on FanDuel uh, he plays against Miami whose defense has been uh, a little bit better but they did get carved up by Josh Allen uh, what do you think about Jarvis Landry or, or anybody else above that I love them both I love Landry I love Beckham this week I think uh, the Miami slot corner is Wiltz, Jamal Wiltz, maybe. And that guy's insanely beatable. I think Jarvis should absolutely destroy him. And we're waiting for an Odell Beckham blow-up game. It has to be this week. I don't care about Nick Needham. He's had some solid grades in the on the cornerback spot there. He should shadow Odell. He's shadowed the last two weeks. But Odell can burn anybody. And it's, you know, all the negative media attention that Cleveland's gotten, this has to be a statement game for them. That's kind of how I'm looking at it, the whole it's not necessarily a squeaky wheel, but to me it is. I think that Baker and the boys should come out firing. But the only thing that scares me off of going all in on Odell or all in on Landry is that you could run all over this Miami defense as well. So I may limit exposure, but I have Odell as my number one play on the board this week. And Jarvis is not gotcha. far behind. In a PBR format like uh, DraftKings, I think he's an excellent play. 
great for cash games. That floor should be there. And I think for GPP, I'll probably go heavier on Odell. And I will have a couple lineups with Baker and both of those pass catchers. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate that at all. Um, I, I think it's, it's a good play against this Miami uh, defense, which is suspect. I, I think uh, Landry and that revenge game and being on Miami for so long, We'll see what happens. I, uh, I think I, I think I like it. Um, Odell hasn't gone for twenty I'm, points on DraftKings or any for, fantasy format since week two, so it's got to happen. And this is the week. I, I, I'm running out of time here. He demands the football. I think this should be the week that they just abuse him. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think it's it's a good play. Um, I'm, I'm just not sold on Odell, and and, and if his ownership is going to be twenty five percent. That scares me a little bit because that's what I'm seeing. Early projections have him at 25% and Landry at 10%. I prefer, you know, they're they're the same price on FanDuel. I prefer just to go Landry personally. Um, moving on, um, Jamison Crowder at 6,500 against Oakland and that weak secondary. Um, I, I think I, I like that, especially from a PPR format. I mean, a half half point PPR on FanDuel is not in, as enticing, but Oakland secondary is one of the worst. What are your thoughts there? Yeah, I think LaMarcus Joyner got benched. He's always a guy I pick on. I always like to get slot receivers against Oakland. I loved Boyd last week. They just didn't throw to him. But you know, I've dogged on Jamison Crowder forever. I'm, I'm not a fan, but he does put up every single week, it seems like. So he, he's certainly got to be in play, but that price is just getting high. And that game mm-hmm. I, I don't think will be as high pace as people think. I know you're, you're all in on Oakland, it sounded like on the podcast mm-hmm. earlier this week. I just don't think I can do that. I mean, Crowder's sixty-two hundred on on DraftKings, mm-hmm. and I did uh, I did forget to mention somebody above that. I do love Kenny Galladay this week. Really, with yes. uh, Jeff Driscoll, huh? Yes, I, I watched that game again last week. He does chuck the ball up. It's uh, I don't think Galladay had that many targets. He had five, and then he had nine the week before that. To me, this is just because. Um, Quentin Dunbar plays the right side of the field most of the time, and he's awesome. If not all the time, I think he's on the right side of the field. So Kenny Galladay lines up on the left almost 60% of the snaps, and he gets um, Josh Norman, who just looks awful. Like I rewatched Washington's tape last week, and he still press, presses on receivers too. He's slow, he's old. I, I just think Galladay should absolutely destroy him here if the game script calls for that. You know, and Maybe it's just Detroit runs away with it and pounds the ball to Bo Scarborough or whatever's going on there 25 times. But I do like Kenny Galladay a lot, mainly because of his ownership and because of the upside. I think Galladay's a guy that can get in the end zone twice, and I will have a lot of him in GPPs. All right, all right. I think I can. Five percent owned. No one. Everybody's like, you know, I want to wait and see. I I trust (laughs) that Driscoll could get him the ball. I'm seeing three percent right now, so maybe it goes up a little bit. But he's going to be well under ten percent, and he will be in the uh, sleepers article on Friday for sure. I think uh, I think can get behind that. Uh, What about anybody else? Uh, You know, the cheap kind of punt play slash cheapish receivers. Are you liking anyone else? I mean, we mentioned Jameson Crowder. John Brown against Denver, not really interested in that. DJ Moore against New Orleans, enticing because Kyle Allen really likes to throw him the ball. But I'm talking about cheaper, like James Washington, 6,100 on FanDuel. Is that something you're you're going after with Juju and Deontay Johnson probably out? Yeah, I think Deontay practiced today in full, or yesterday on Wednesday he practiced okay. in full, whatever it was. Um, but... I just don't see the upside there as much. I don't see them getting in a shootout with Cincinnati. I definitely think that James Washington is cash viable, 
if you're not playing Jalen Samuels or Trey Edmonds, I guess maybe Benny Snell comes back too. So the running back thing could be a mess. But I think for me on the Pittsburgh side, and we'll get into tight ends, I definitely like James Washington a little bit. I just don't see him having blow-up upside. But I don't know. I need to look at that matchup a little bit more. I didn't get to Pittsburgh yet today. But, okay. uh, what about know. cheap punt range? Do you like anybody there? Punt range, yes. So, like, bottom of the barrel? Yeah, either bottom of the barrel or just a little above it. Any of your favorites there? Yes, bottom of the barrel. I absolutely love Tim, Tim Patrick. Interesting. Denver okay. Broncos, he is min price on DraftKings. I looked a lot into this today. I saw that price. I was like, ooh, he had, oh, I think, eight targets last week. Maybe people will be on him. He's not showing up on any ownership projection. I'm sure that'll go up a little bit. I'm done looking at it. I like Tim Patrick a lot. He passed my eye test watching that tape on Sunday. With uh, Cortland Sutton, he, he'll get shadowed by Tredavious White. And, and that's yeah. not necessarily a scary matchup by any means. He's Tredavious has been real good. Uh, this is what I like to do. I like to watch the corners and, and kind of see how they play man and zone defense. Tredavious has been fine, but Devontae Parker beat him up a little bit last week, but Parker had so much volume. I know he was in your Millie Maker lineup that almost took it down. He had a good day. So I am all in for 3K for Tim Patrick. If he can allow you to get Kamara and, and Zeke or whoever your top two running backs are on the slate, or if you want to go Kamara and um, who are we talking about here, Julio Jones and maybe Mike Evans for a, a mini game stack there, whatever, Tim Patrick allows you to do that. So I like him a lot for tournaments. Okay. So he, may, he may be in my cash lineup too, just because I only need like nine points out of him. If the rest of my lineup can do what I need them to do, that should be fine. But the cash lineups have been on fire, so... I'm just going to go with my gut and Tim Patrick checks all the boxes for me this week. Yeah, I think on FanDuel, uh, my favorite is probably D.D. Westbrook. Uh, he's 5,300. Uh, I, I think Nick Foles he was a little rusty. He likes Shark a lot more. I think D.D. Westbrook against a, a beat-up Titans defense could could go off. So that's my sneaky slash punt-ish I like, I like Conley in that game. He was on the Sleepers article last week. He had a, a solid game last week. I think he had 11 points, but he's very cheap on DraftKings again. And he's going to get LaShawn Sims. That's that guy that I, I've been picking on for weeks. So I don't mind mm-hmm. the, the DD call at all, but I do like Chris Conley a great mm-hmm. deal as well. He was going to be – I didn't know if he if he fit this category for bottom of the barrel because mm-hmm. I think he's like mid-fours on DraftKings. Gotcha. Yeah, it's solid. Um, 4,100. Right, so- oh, yeah. You could use that for sure. Yeah, maybe pivot Tim Patrick uh, to to Conley, and then you have to drop somewhere else. But um, moving on to tight ends a little bit. So uh, sorry top to cut of, you off top... one more time. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm Go passionate ahead. about this slate. I think. What are your thoughts on Golden Tate going to get Golden uh, Tate. Buster Screen or Screen A, whatever you want to call him? Uh... I think Golden Tate should eat if Evan Ingram's out. I think Shepard's coming back, but if Ingram's out, I think this is a game Tate can absolutely shred in. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not really on the the Giants Chicago game. Like I said, I'm only on like three or four games this week, and for me, um, Daniel Jones just should show good rapport with Golden Tate and, and Slane. But uh, even if Ingram is out, which it's looking like he's going to be out more than in, I think. Um, I'm not going to be on that. I, I, it's just it's just a nasty game. I think it's going to be low scoring. I, both teams are just garbage. I, that, that's just my opinion. I know you, you're high on that. Uh, I don't hate it for GPPs if you want to be different, but uh, I'm not on it. 
Okay. Yeah, for GPPs, I'm going to have interest in all the Bears wide receivers as well. So Bears? Yeah. yeah. I mean, New York gives up 25 points every single game. Doesn't matter who yeah. they're playing. The only game they held somebody under 25, I think, was the Washington Redskins in the beginning of the year. And you and I could probably go suit up for the Redskins. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. Well, um, again, it's Trubisky. That's, uh, that is yeah, uh, you know, David Jones. I've, I've David Jones, to... boy. <laughs> yeah, me and him stack the Bears, I think, once a week. One week it's going to pay off, so maybe it's this one. You just got to gotta attack Corey Ballantyne and DeAndre Baker. Those two corners in New York are so bad. And they don't shadow. So Allen Robinson, Taylor Gabriel, Anthony Miller, they're all it's just it's more for the the roster build you're allowed to get when you go that way. That's kinda of why. I mean, I'm not just saying that uh I do like Allen Robinson a ton too, but he's not cheap. But I'm not saying okay. Anthony Miller's a smash play or Gabriel's a smash play. I just think they're in play and allow you to get an optimal build elsewhere. Yeah. All right, well, moving on to uh to tight ends, I think um you know, there's some good options with Waller and Ertz and Cook. Uh, I think my main play, though, most likely is going to be Ryan Griffin this week. I, I wish I played him and won the million dollars. I could have done it uh, instead of Dallas Goddard, who I will stay away from because I'm upset at him. He but 4x value. I know. Wouldn't I know. it change your lineup, though, if you went off of I needed, Goddard? You would have had no. to move elsewhere? You no, I could, sitting there. I, I, yeah, I could have had Dwelly. I could have had Griffin. <sighs> Whatever. Anyways, moving on. Yes, Goddard did <laughs> good, but I need him to do a little bit better. Uh, I, I'm on Ryan Griffin. I, I, I believe in him, and I know David Jones likes talks about him almost every week. Uh, he finally went off last week. Oakland, they do defend the tight end okay, but their secondary is just terrible. I, I think the Jets are going to have to throw the ball. I know you're not on this game as much, but I think Ryan Griffin's my favorite play right now tight end yeah what are your um, thoughts he's in play for me but he's 4200 on DraftKings now he only had five targets last week he caught all five for 109 a touchdown so i'm going to call regression in that part especially what, well what's his ownership at if he's low i would certainly take him i think he's cash viable um he's uh he's actually showing at two percent owned for me right now but it's, this could be broken yeah, no way. No way that holds. People are going to chase those points. If not, I'm for sure in. But if, if people are chasing those points, I'm going to be 100% out. And I think I'm just going to go 80% Zach Ertz, 15% Vance McDonald if these Pittsburgh receivers are out. And then the rest mm. will probably just be Mike Jacecki and then a couple flyers on, I don't know, probably just those three, really. Uh, this is No, the, no Waller? You know Waller love? No, I don't think so. For fifty seven hundred on DraftKings for Waller and Zach Ertz is six K. I'm just gonna try to find a way to pay up to Zach Ertz at that point. Okay. Well, uh, also garner- garnering some ownership is uh is Greg Olson and he projects well against the Saints. What about that play? I like Greg Olson for sure. I just don't see the ceiling in him. So I'm I'm kind of talking uh, today for for GPPs, but I definitely think Zach, or, uh, Greg Olson could get you around 10 points. I don't see much more out of him. It's just, to me, I think that it's such a bad slate for tight ends. I'm not doing anything with Jacob Hollister. I know people love him, apparently, out, out of nowhere. I think Ed Dixon comes back, take that for whatever it's worth, but that could eat into some of Hollister's play. But to me, it's just Ertz, I guess Griffin, pending on that ownership, if that changes, Vance McDonald, and then Mike Jacecki, because I, I just think this Cleveland-Miami game is just going to be 
a uh, I can't curse on here, can I? So I, it'll be a mess. <laughs> Let's call it a mess. I think that game goes over, and Jacecki's getting a ton of air yards right now. I don't I don't like to be the air yards guy, but that's something I, I will take a little bit of value in. He's had six targets the last three games, each game. So if in my uh, Cleveland stacks, I'll definitely be interested in Jacecki a lot. Okay. Well, that's that's about it. That's all we got here today. Um, you know, Nick is uh, is going to be on the live stream this week on Sunday. Make sure you you tune in before lock. It's killer show. I join in even though it's at like four a.m. my time here in San Diego. You're Just dedicated. kidding. Right? I appreciate that. <laughs> I am dedicated. You I am keep dedicated. Us in line but, uh, too. <laughs> keep us going on. But. The uh, but for uh, on behalf of Sticks and, and myself, Javi Prolezzo, uh, we're, we're going to sign off here and we'll be running the Thursday show moving forward. So we look forward to helping you all out and you guys know where to reach us on Win Daily Sports and on the Discord channel. I basically live on there, but uh, have a good week, everyone, and we'll talk to you soon.